Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you farmers listen to. This week, below the Neo Club, autonomous spirits live. The news is super hot. Our topic will finally be digestible. And our dragon this week is a concerned ape. Stardew Valley creator, Eric Barone. And as always, my name is Brian. My name's Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Hey, the news is a little bit better this week. <laughs> it's, yeah. Everything's still out there, though, but at least, you know, nothing more crazy has happened as far as I saw. Right. It's still 2020, but things are looking up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Things nothing worse up. has happened. Everything terrible is the same. <laughs> <laughs> That is very true. Yeah. <laughs> We're all still miserable, but like a nice kind of miserable, yeah. right? <laughs> I was browsing through Netflix today and I saw it was like uh, Japan Sinks 2020. Yes. And I was like, huh, that's weird. And I look and it's like uh, Japan in the year 2020, an earthquake hits, uh, 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 land is sinking and an island arises. And it's like, oh, oh, I, I know this was in like probably in development for like two years, <laughs> but man, they chose Correctly slashing correctly. <laughs> what a year to choose. Yeah. I'm waiting for a new island to rise up. Right. Specifically on the other sides of two islands on either side of Florida since we're sinking. Oh. <laughs> just just give us a little booster if you can. We're masses. not sinking. The water's rising. There's a <laughs> difference. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, we're also eroding. I feel yeah, like yeah. <laughs> either way, it'll feel the same to us when we're underwater. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're Floridians. We would definitely make a point of yeah. uh, pointing out that it's like, hey, we're not sinking. The water is coming to us. That's right. It's not our yeah. fault. This not is us, the it's water's them. fault. You know what? That makes sense. You're right. I agree with you. And look, look, we all have docks now. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, let's get into our games now. Do, 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 do. What, what are you playing? playing? And uh, this week, Lewis, would you like to start us off? Yeah, I could. I could start some stuff. Um, <laughs> you gonna start a fight? What are you doing? You know oh, it. Get my brass knuckles. Um, we would like to Mandy. stick to games. <laughs> <laughs> There's fighting games. It's fine. There are fighting games. That's not the game I played. Oh, okay. Really. Um, uh, this week, I played a game uh, titled Below, which is a role-playing roguelike game. Uh, a top-down roguelike game, okay. which essentially means there is permadeath, okay. which is always super fun. And so the game, you get washed up on this island on a boat, and then they don't really tell you to do anything. You just kind of have to explore this seemingly uninhabited, mysterious island. Mm -hmm. And you go into caverns and into temples, and it's all like kind of accompanied by this beautiful orchestration of music as you're exploring everything even to the point that when you sit by a campfire the music all of a sudden swells in volume and it just kind of engulfs the campfire around you and then mm. when you get up the music kind of goes back to a normal level this seems so familiar to me but i can't remember it i'm gonna look it up below what does it look like describe to me what it looks like it's well it's a top-down game and the it seems it's like very dark oriented in color Okay. Um, it's very low lit. Yeah, very low lit. And especially since you go into temples and caves all the time, and there's a lot of mist going on all the time. There's not really a whole lot of, 
it's not really a bright game. Okay. Um, but not missed like the game, just missed. Just missed. Okay, gotcha. Not missed like the game, <laughs> just missed. Um, but it's a beautiful game. I It wasn't going to be my game originally, but the other game was kind of boring. <laughs> hey, it's okay to talk about boring games we, on we, here, too. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't keep playing. I was like, this is boring. I can't keep doing this. You know what? Every experience, good or bad, is an experience but, and worth I mean, you're not wrong. I've never, I've never played a permadeath game. So when I first died, I got real angry, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when I came, because I had read up on it before, and when I came back, it was another boat, and the boat that I had gotten there on yeah. originally was kind of broken down and in the water because it had been there for like apparently what looks like years now. Ah, uh, okay. And the character, which was like super small, looked a little different. He had different robes. Mm-hmm. He even moved a little faster. And then eventually I found my body, which was just like bones sticking out of the ground <laughs> somewhere yeah. in the caves. Mm-hmm. Um, did it have your did it have your stuff on all it? The or? Stuff. Yeah, it, did? it, okay, it kept all, right. all the stuff. So okay, that's okay. kind of really cool. You were I, like, oh, look, a sword. Yeah. How convenient. I was like, oh, sweet. All my stuff. <laughs> I thought I lost it because I spent like a good two hours just exploring caves. And again, there's no at least I haven't discovered a story. It just mm-hmm. seems like I'm exploring this kind of endless caverns okay feels like life feels like life yeah Mm. it's i I didn't think i'd like it i'm not a huge fan of a lot of top-down games but really yeah zelda no like the original stuff yeah no i never really played it no no not for you yeah no i'm an ocarina of time uh you want that boy behind behind the back yeah (laughs) i want that third person you want those you want those camera problems oh yeah i want not being able to move camera anywhere (laughs) that's what i'm looking for Um, yeah i don't really like top-down games either but i think it's also because i'm not a big fan of like the 8-bit 16-bit pixelated yes i'm usually not oh yeah yeah. louis you you are very uh archived you are known you've mentioned on this podcast many times you do not like if I think if we roll it back, yeah. I think you say you hate, you vehemently just despise all of. I don't know <laughs> if I said those words. Yeah, I'm Whoa. pretty sure you I were think, like, I think hey, word it was for a, word, yeah, word yeah. for word. Just you're venom. like, if pixel art was in a building on fire, I don't know. I, I may just walk away. I'm pretty sure that's what you said. I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm not the biggest fan, but you know, games like Moonlighter. Okay. Kind of uh, caught my interest a little bit. You've been me coming around. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know? It depends on the game because, exactly. like, Manda, you've played like Stardew Valley, which is kind of top down. Right. Well, it's also super pixelated. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stardew so. and Kinsey, the new one that yeah. I talked about, it's all ridiculously pixelated, but it's very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, I think, because when I think of pixelated, for some reason, the game that comes to mind, even though it's like three D pixelated, is Minecraft. Okay. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna go to like Hotline Miami. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, that is that too. I don't like that game at all. Oh, and I I'm, try s- playing Hotline. I'm so sad for you. In yes. Minecraft, I just it's like giant pixels. Yeah, is what it looks like to me, and right. I can't I can't get behind it. So if it's, it's like, if it's like too pixelated or like giant versions of that, then I, I can't. How can't many hours it. have you played of it? Of this game, mm-hmm. um, I I want to say. I thought I was only playing like 30 minutes and then I looked at the <laughs> clock and it was a good five hours. So it's one of those, you know, that's okay, a good type okay. of game. That's yeah. Good. That's good. Where I, I was, I was like, oh, cool. I can play this. I'm going to go do something in like 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh no, time. <laughs> Where have you gone? I thought it was just a construct. It's not. <laughs> yeah. But it's an, it's a lot of fun and I kind of want to find out if there is a story. If not, mm-hmm. I could just look it up, but I, d- I don't want to no. do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to do that. No. And explore. That's exactly. I, paid money for it <laughs> <laughs> make your own story exactly. yeah i paid more money than i probably should have for it but 
Yeah. It's know. fine. It's fine. So that was uh, below? Below. Nice. Below. Not below. Not below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like blow? <laughs> Not blow. Like that with, Johnny Depp movie? Yeah. No. 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 Wait, no, no. no cocaine. With an E. <laughs> <laughs> below, like that horror movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. All right. Uh, and you know, I will go next. Uh, the game I played this week is called Autonauts. Uh, I have talked about this before last year, uh, maybe yeah. around October-ish. Yeah, I remember. I remember a if little. my save file is correct, it was around October-ish <laughs> last year. Uh, I was looking into it, and they've released probably about six major updates since I last played. Okay, cool. Wow. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I could get into this. Yeah. Let me well, get back into that? programming. What is that game again? So what it is is it's a, um, it's a basically the entire game is programming robots to help you advance in society or to or to help build things in order to unlock more things. oh right oh we, we, yeah we thought they were gonna come i remember this self-aware yeah yeah <laughs> we were pretty sure your robots were gonna uprise oh, against man. you yeah yeah so so last time i played there was only four levels of civilization and uh now when i started there's now seven Oh. So I'm like, oh well, let's uh, let's get into this. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it done. And um, have you guys ever had like a paper or um, or something that you wrote and you were very proud of at the time? And you're like, man, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't even imagine how to even yep. like make this even better. Third then, grade, my book report for where the red fern grows. <laughs> mm, yeah, poetry it. framed. framed yeah. <laughs> have you ever looked back at it? Yeah. Oh, I wish. Miss <laughs> Pierce still has it. Miss yeah. Pierce. <laughs> Let it uh, go. Because, you know, I, I, I programmed my robots. I was like, yeah, these are great. I can't imagine how to fix, you know, how to make this any better. Uh, so then I was playing this for about like 10 hours or so. And I was like, you know, let me improve some of my robots. Let me see if there's anything I do. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> what these have I are done? all bad. <laughs> oh. And like since then, though, like, like since I last played, there was no like if statement. So like, you know, if your robot has done this, it will do this. Isn't that programming though? That Isn't is programming like all if statements? No. It's not all, but there's a lot of, because before it was all repeats. It was all repeat this thing if it's doing this. There okay. was no if statement. So you, you had to get kind of creative. But I think in like March or February this year, they, they introduced if statements. Okay. Which has made me just infinitely better at, <laughs> at, at being able to program these things. I was able to like knock out like 10 lines of code on some of them in order to just make it more better. Wow. And it, and there's, and it doesn't improve it at all. It's still the same thing. It still runs at the same speed. But I just have that problem where I'm like, no, it has to be done in the least amount of things that it can be. <laughs> of course. <laughs> is this a top-down game? I'm having trouble visualizing. Like, how does this even work? Okay. Just, I just see like a, a big old data screen with a bunch of numbers and letters on it. Okay. So, so, so you know how you know how Diablo looks. It's yes. kind of third person, but yeah, you can isometric. zoom in. Yeah, you can zoom in though. You can still see your character in 3D. Right. That type of stuff. That's basically how this is. Okay. It's kind of not top down, but it's kind of like at a third, per, third you know, okay. third, you know, whatever, yeah. up in the does sky. The coding happen on the side, or does it happen in a separate so, menu, and then you watch how it works? So once you click on a robot, you see what its programming is. Okay. And then you just like click and drag things, and you can also sh you you do it by showing it what to do. Is this a farming game? Ish. Because <laughs> I I thought this was set in space. Yeah, I thought it was just this Because of the because of auto knots. I thought yeah. this was in space as well. And, and then I looked okay. it up and it's so not. it's theoretically in space. So what it is is you, ah, you are colonizing my favorite space. You are theoretical <laughs> space. You are colonizing a planet. Okay. Okay. Ah, okay. So so every single world is a different world oh. in quotation marks, but See, it's all on, on to the me line. space is just rocks and gray. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were like in. Like black star outer oh, space <laughs> in a spacesuit, and robots were like making. When you said colonizing, I was imagining like a like a space station mm -hmm. rather than. But you're like 
It's very green. You're yes. on the ground. Yeah, you're <laughs> on the ground. It's all procedurally generated. So okay. it procedurally generates like you have some coal places. You have ore or metal. Um, you have swampland. You have, you know, lakes, that type of stuff. And then you're just trying to work around it and work within it in order to to get things, in order to make uh, more things. You know, okay. things. <laughs> things. <laughs> things. You know. Cool. Glad but, you're still enjoying that yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's been really great. It's been helping me get back into programming like I, I always have been, but it's it's been helping me get back on, into it because even though you're you're doing it by showing it like, hey, come on over here and like you like pick up a, a pickaxe and then you walk over and you're hitting something with the pickaxe, the program learns by doing, you can still, you still have freedom in telling it how to do it, when to do it, you know, stock up on this one thing there's a lot of freedom involved with it especially mm-hmm. with the if statements and the other couple of things that they've added so far so yeah i'm enjoying it though i've i've probably sunk another probably 30 hours into it damn so yeah it's it's been a lot of fun been a lot All of fun right on. so yeah that was my game this week auto knots <sighs> round two that's right fight <laughs> not to be confused with astronauts, not in space. That is <laughs> not in, in space, but right. not in space. Yeah. Yeah. Astronauts are not in space. Did you not know? Not, no, <laughs> uh, astronauts are in space. Oh. Autonauts are not. Not, right. not in space. Not in space. Okay. Uh, and then uh, that brings us to uh, Joe. Would you like to tell us what your game was this week? I went back to Neo. Ooh. Neo 2. Yeah, Neo 2. It, nice. It is, um, I have... I, I, I have cursed a lot this week. <laughs> I have I, heard. I've, I actually almost threw a controller at one point, but then came like an epiphany of everything good that could happen to me all at once. And I started to parry, and I started to dodge, and I started to block. What? Yeah, Wait, I know. What? Wow. Yeah, I don't doing, know how that worked doing out. Doing new things. <laughs> yeah, I'm still guessing, so it's just working out really well. Um, but... <laughs> Did you say yip yip and then your eyes started to glow? And then- Dude, I felt like I was a god. <laughs> there was dudes running over me, giant samurai, bad word guys. And they went down, they got yeah. two swords and they're like, yeah, I'm about to mess your stuff up. And I'd be like, yeah, come on at me, bro. And then I'd knock them off a cliff with like no, no trouble whatsoever. I'm like, ha, I'm going to take all your crap. You're not, I'm not going to bother killing you. you. You had your uh, Neo moments where the bullets slowed down. Oh my you're God. Like, oh, I got it. it yeah, was, I got ma- it. It was Man, Nice Matrix so, Neo yeah. time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Wow, like Pop that. culture yeah. pun. Boom, 20 years <laughs> in the <two> years. <laughs> Hey, hey, they're making another one. It's still relevant. Oh my God, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True, true. I'm for it. So uh, yeah, I had like a really great epiphany it's, in the game, and the, on the one level I'm on now, and I fa- figured out how to beat a couple of the things that were really. They were things that I would be like, mm, nope. And I would just walk <laughs> out of the room. I'd, I'd see them like, mm, there's got to be another way to get through here. Not gonna go this way though. Is, <laughs> is Neo like, hey, I'm just walking through the countryside, minding my own business, and then here comes some demon fools, and you nope. got they kind of shrink you? Are you like actively looking? For a fight in this game. Your character is silent. You have no idea why you're doing what you're doing, aside from you think that you, well, not think, you know that you're a halfling, essentially. You're half right. yokai, half person. Right. And you meet a merchant, and the merchant has clearly got yokai with them, and the merchant basically is just using your ability throughout the course of the game. They So they just kind of like, hey, you come with me. We're going to start some stuff. So you're just tagging along. Yeah. And you don't know why, because at this point you're like, do I, am I searching for this knife? Am I searching for my parents? Why are you killing all these things? Okay. (laughs) Sorry. The merchant meets people along the way and he meets like um, the the shogunate, the people in charge. 
and he gets them and then you you have an audience with someone who's a big a ruler of that area and that ruler goes yo those people down there on that hill they're trying to take my stuff they're trying to murder my people they are murdering my people and there's some weird supernatural oh, stuff no. going on too oh no do you know what's going on there nope. hey merchant guy and his silent friend you guys should go <laughs> take care of this and your character's like yeah all right i'll go and then so you're just muscle. You're just muscle. And then the, the merchant guy stands at the beginning of the level and he goes like, yeah, that was weird. That story he told us. Good luck. And you're like, bro, bro, you've got a yokai. Why don't you come with and help our sister out? But no, okay. instead that this fool stands at the front of the, the game and you know, you, you, you battle your way through all the yokai, all the samurai. Cause half the time there's humans and the humans are on the a warring faction and they run over to you and they're like, Hey, I'm going to kill you with my sword. And you're like, no, you're not. I'm going to knock you off a cliff. And then you know, a lot they, of cliff knock. Off's There's going a, on I, here. I ran off cliffs a lot. In the first <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time not using the run button. All of my armor is is made so that I could run faster because I I needed to run away from a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> the faster you can run away, the faster they don't see you and they stop looking for you. And you're so like, oh, thank God, I can cheese my way through stabbing <laughs> it in the back the next time I see it. So you're saying the the worst enemy in Neo is gravity. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. No, the worst the worst enemy I've ever interacted with, uh, also gravity based, was the succubus. I don't ever want to see another one of those first it's the reason i will not play the game again Why? that was the first one right it was the very first bad guy and the the level of difference of how where you are when you start playing the game and what you even if you can block and parry and everything unless you are literally god level you spend hours on this one bad guy because the your level compared to how much you have to hit them is obnoxious i think i leveled up probably 30 times in the first boss oh. level wow there, there's five levels before that but that one boss level, I know every single crevice of that area. I know how to kill everything as silently and as fast as possible. And then when you go over to the succubus, she just laughs and stabs you and murders you. It also would have been helpful had I realized there was a difference between lightning and paralysis. I didn't know that, so I had souped up lightning because that's what it looked like. It was paralysis. I oh. still had nothing good about paralysis. So I, yeah, yeah. I also didn't watch that. I, you know, I turned yeah. around every now and then. And I watched Joe playing. I also know every crevice because that's how I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas this game, this new one, I have not played almost any level. I'll level up two or three times. Like I'll grind during it, which I actually really like the grind. So yeah. I can't, I can't complain. Right. It's really pretty. And whenever, like, whenever you do kind of have that epiphany moment, you're like, that's right. I am awesome. And then the next <laughs> level, they show you something that's so much worse than the things you were already dealing with. That you're like, I oh, suck. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. There's a dude now is one of the main, uh, the main bad guy, I think, of this one area. And he's just shooting lightning out of an elephant and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> elephant yokai. He's all Hannibal and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. So that's that where I'm at. Awesome. And I stopped today because I, I leveled up one more time before we came over here. And I was like, I'm going to stop because I'm in a good place. I'm having a great time playing. I'm knocking guys off cliffs, killing all the dudes. <laughs> Dudes, this is the best. When I get home tonight, I'm probably like, I'm gonna throw a controller and curse a lot. <laughs> it's gonna be very different. Give me different. a cliff. Give me a cliff. I wish you would give me right, a cliff. Just give me just one, just one more cliff. Oh, I, I throw you off so quick. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, yeah, cool. Neo 2. Wow, nice Woof. too. I'm hoping to get it done by next week because Ghost of Tsushima comes out and it's probably going to be the same kind of game. Oh, that's next week? It is yeah. next week, next Friday. I'm so ready. I'm Friday. Not ready. You're not ready? Friday. No, oh, God. <laughs> I'm not ready. No, no, you're ready. You're ready. I believe in you. We'll play it. We'll play no, you fin- it. You finished your game this week. You got time. Yeah. Okay. You good? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll you're stream fine. it. Stream it. No? We'll <laughs> All right, and then uh, how about you, Troy? What did you play this week? All right, well, as you, min- as you mentioned, I finished a game this week. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. called Last of Us 2, and I really wanted to talk to you all about it a little bit. Wait, what? And she's gonna kill you. She's gonna kill you. Run, run, try, run. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, uh, no. I actually uh, played a game called Arcade Spirits. 
made by Fiction Factory Games. Uh, it came out about a year ago, February 2019. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, this game is just what I needed. So I, I did finish Last of Us, yes, but I really needed something that was not Last of Us. <laughs> uh, yeah, good decision, good decision. Uh, this game is bright. It's colorful. Mm-hmm. People are nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> it puts you in the right spirits. If yeah. You will. You hey. play, yeah, there you go. You play as one character. <laughs> Actually, you don't. Oh, man, never mind. This is like Last of Us. Yeah. Um, so to set up what this game is, uh, you create your own character. And, and you're kind of you're in, a, in a rut. It's a little close to home. Okay. You lost your job. You, you don't feel motivated to get it, get a new one. Your entire family has had like a bad streak of luck with them losing jobs and just opportunities. And you're just feeling like... Why did you like choose the, to play this? <laughs> just, I'm, just, I'm confused. You're just looking at the monitor and you're like, why is this a mirror? Why is this monitor a mirror? It's just me. It's just like, this me. is an interesting premise. That's oh, me. Gosh. So here's the difference. Is that in this world... Um, the the video game crash of the '80s never happened. Ooh! So it's still kind of it's kind of like present day, except what if it, the momentum of video games just kept on going? And okay. what that means is like video games are just like restaurants. You know, there's plenty of them. They're all over the place. They're they're different fairs. They're for families. They're for adults. They're for bars. Whatever. It's just normal to have games and and things like that in your life. So the difference with this thing is that your your best friend is like, hey, download this app. It's like a life coach, and you're like, sure. You download this app and it's like, it's kind of like the character Her from Her. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like incredibly smart AI that like adapts to you and pretty much gamifies your life. (laughs) That's kind of dope. Yeah, it goes and it analyzes every job in the world and it's like, okay, you want to get a job? Yes or no? I'm like, yes. They're like, okay, you'll have, you'll may have happiness at this one. And it's at an arcade. Um, (laughs) And so you're pretty much, this is a visual novel um, kind of romantic, kind, mostly funny and charming type game where, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a uh, like a dream daddy sort of thing. Okay, where the choices you're making are mostly influenced through your choice of dialogue that you're having, and that's where this game kind of takes a nice little slant. Is it, it pretty much has you choose from five different personalities or personality choices. You can be funny, you can be kindly, you can be logical, you can be neutral, or it could be an. <laughs> Or you could be aggressive. Well, put it that way. You could be aggressive. And uh, what's cool about this is they're actually kind of coding into an actual personality code called the Hartman personality, which is actually takes like colors and assigns them to certain uh, ways that you deal with situations. Okay. And this game, this AI kind of analyzes you as you do it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of, if you answer honestly like yourself, it's really you just taking this big personality test. Because what happens is towards the later episodes of the games, it'll lock out options if they aren't in line with how you've been, have you been. So if you remember like Mass Effect 2, you could be like the nicest person in the world, but then you get to a certain part and you can like kick them off a cliff without asking. Yeah. Um, Without asking. Like that's what, what, that's the part that made it bad. That's renegade. If you you didn't ask them to kill them first, it's just like, well, he didn't give me permission. So now I'm a jerk. Lisa, may I kindly kick you off this cliff? Well, yes, I would appreciate that. Well, thank you. This is a, just Just like that. Just like that. This is a very (laughs) cliff heavy episode, I see. (laughs) A lot of cliffs, a lot of cliffs going on. Does it leave you on a cliffhanger? (laughs) You'll have to find out. Uh (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there. Uh, so it'll actually it'll it'll line out options that don't go with your personality for Mm -hmm. the big the big ones. Like the big questions. And it's great because it kind of 
it's kind of more like real life. It's not if I wanted to actually convince somebody to do something. If I'm genuinely a, like a genuine person, if I'm all of a sudden really mean to them or like make a joke, it's going to come off disingenuous, and they'd mm-hmm. be like, "What are you talking about? This doesn't go with what you've been saying." Mm-hmm. So it kind of honors all your choices and your personality. Okay, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. The story's great. It's it, you get a job, you get romance, you make you get your clout back. There's the highs and lows. It's it's a fun story, and it, it's a it's a cool indie game. So nice. Uh, how long did it take you to play through it? I was about to ask. Um, <laughs> it's a little hard to say. I started in May, but because of other games coming out, Valorant, mm-hmm. Last of Us, and all that, I've kind of just been it's been on my back burner. I don't know how long I spent. Okay. It's been like a month and a half, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. it's not long. Okay. It's about eight episodes, and I would say generally it may take you an hour to get through each episode. Okay, so that's well, cool. Maybe, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. not terrible. Nice. Definitely made me feel very good about my situation afterwards. Yeah. Gave me hope. Yes. <laughs> hope is good. That's awesome. And that was Arcade Spirits. Yes. Nice. By Fiction Factory Games. Nice. And then, uh, how about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? Uh, this week, I played a Hatchlings. Ooh. So, for, for anyone who isn't aware, Hatchlings is the segment where we introduce new and early access indie games. These are the little lizards that will pave the way for future dragons of the gaming industry. And this week, I played Wintermore Tactics Club. Ooh, that sounds like a like a really brutal game. <laughs> That sounds preppy AF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Winter War Tactics Club is a cozy, friendly, and forgiving tactical role-playing game. Unlike other violent permadeath uh, members of the genre, Wintermore creates a gentle and inviting atmosphere suited for all audiences. Uh, you play as Alicia. She's an inspiring writer and a longtime member of the uh, Wintermore's D&D Club. Uh, in the game, they don't call it D&D. They call it Curses and Catacombs. Of so course. So C&C. Oh, well, of course. Great. That's fantastic, though. So Command and Conquer. Nice. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> no, in uh, this universe, it's like B&B. Yes. <laughs> it's just a place to get breakfast. Ba- yeah. Battles and brigades. Battles yeah. and breakfast. <laughs> My um, but uh, your, your C&C club uh, gets thrown into disarray when the principal of Wintermore announces that he's going to have a mandatory school-wide snowball tournament. And then if you don't win the tournament, your club gets disbanded. Ooh, yikes. So you have to battle with your friends in like a tactics type game with snowball fights in order to keep your club open. Wow. Um, and the game's a lot of fun. Uh, the, the combat uh, is not... It's not very difficult. It's <laughs> difficult enough to be interesting, mm-hmm. but like I, I never lost... I, I I think you could get like between one and eight tokens, and sometimes I get three, Wait. and sometimes I get eight. But it, it doesn't have permadeath. It does not have permadeath. Okay. If you did lose, you just have to play the level again. Okay. Uh, okay. You you are a high school student in a snowball competition. You're not gonna die. I mean, uh, Fire Emblem was pretty much that. <laughs> you were a high school student just getting through your day. That sounds like a terrible school. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> off. It was. It was. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, but the best part of the game is that that I I play Dungeons and Dragons, and a lot of the jokes aren't just like winks at Dungeons and Dragons. Like they have a character archetypes in the game that are just really funny. Uh, so there's some like good D and D deep diving. Yes, going there, on there. there's like there's like the player who cares a lot about the rules, and then like the player that's like <laughs> not taking the game very seriously. <laughs> not Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have jokes about both of them, like like something fun will happen, and they'll be like, "Oh!" And then she flies out of there. He goes, "Actually, that character class wouldn't be able to fly based on the <laughs> dice roll." And she's like, "And but they can't hear what you're saying over the sound of how awesome they are." <laughs> so the the jokes are really funny, and um. In most of these games, you can kind of recruit new people. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, you recruit new people by writing a D&D campaign for them. 
<laughs> so they all have like something that they're going oh. through. So you get to decide like, oh man, this person's really shy and they don't want to engage. How can I make them feel more what, comfortable? What would things that they would like that would make them want to talk? And how do I put that? What is the action like outside of that tactical uh, like strategy part? You're just walking around talking to people. So you're actually like physically moving around or is it more like like visual novel style where it's just kind of like talking heads and, and what? Oh, it's just, it, you do walk around, but it is mostly visual novel style. Okay. okay. Um, okay. So it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like they, 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 they took a really good spin on Fire Emblem. It, it's like a really fun, quirky, original spin on that kind of format. Yes. It seems like that, but cozy and light. It's okay. like, they, it's not a very serious game. It's not like... If you want to relax, <laughs> it's, it's a good tactical game without the pressure and anxiety of like a Fire Emblem. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Then that was, what was the name of that game again? That is Wintermore Tactics Club. It's available on Steam and GOG.com. Um, I missed the part where you talked about someone getting kicked off a cliff in that game. <laughs> yeah, where was the cliff? Um, was the cliff? Oh. I think you I just missed, hear. you must have just missed it. You I'm probably guessing. haven't gotten there yet. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I beat it. So yeah, but, but like, no. you, there's probably like a secret. Yeah, oh, level. right. Right. Yeah, if I did <laughs> like, if I got like eight coins on every exactly, oh, yeah. you probably right. missed that. Yeah, you play snowball on the side of a cliff. Yeah, right. oh. you hit them exactly. off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like the the cliff jumpers club, and that's like the secret club that you can unlock yeah. if you beat all the other clubs. Yeah, and then you have to kick them to beat them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now all you right. know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, I spoiler alert. Whoops. All right, well, cool. Uh, so that'll do it for our games, and now let's get into our news segment. News, 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 The news, news, the news, news, news. That's right. And this week, let's start off with Spider-Man Miles Morales. The cover art was finally shown off. Yes. And with it, the PS5 artwork on the games. Yes. In a change, it will be a white background instead of a traditional black. Okay. Uh, and so, so instead, so it'll still say PS, you know, whatever it says to PS5, but the entire background of that rectangle is white. Um, and um, what are your thoughts on it? Because personally, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> you are not a fan. Because on the side, Why? it's just going to look like a Nintendo game. Because that's how, you know, it just doesn't, white doesn't eschew to me a PlayStation like well, Blackwood. Well, the new PlayStation is white. Yeah, so I know. I get the, I get I, the connection. I hate it. But, but I also don't buy physical games anymore so like I, yeah, you don't care yeah. so, so it matters not it cares to me because i just to me especially because you know i'm gonna be putting it on my you know on the shelf under yeah. my tv right. and it's just gonna be like <sighs> wait so you're just talking about the box art yes yeah. not, okay i thought you were talking about like a, like the console no no, no the box no. art just, itself just the top of it is white yeah yeah and it is really cool also because the actual artwork also shows off his venom touch which yeah. if you know what it yeah. is it's really it's, cool it's a it looks exactly like the first one, but with those obviously Miles Morales exactly, Miles aspects Miles. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, I like the actual cover art, but the eh, what do you think? Okay, Jeff? so because I had to get used to having steelbook cases that don't have titles of of the names of the game mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. I'm really glad that's gonna bother you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fair. Team Petty over here. We'll just sit back and put her little Mr. Burns hands together. Steelbergs still look so nice. They do. Not sideways with I no agree. name of the game. <laughs> that is very fair. Yeah. So bring it on, white PlayStation tagged stupid boxes. Header. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's more like when you turn the game sideways and you have that tiny yeah. bar, it's going to be white. I I have faith in you, Brian. I think but you'll be. I think you'll 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 find a way. Are the Nintendo 
the switches the are red now. Yeah, yeah they're, they're red now. Anymore. It's just white. Oh, you just mean the doesn't, Wii. Yeah, like it, the white we just doesn't scream too. PlayStation to me. Right. It really doesn't. Mm, well, so. it's going to scream very loudly come this yeah, November. So <laughs> get your earmuffs on. I really hope it comes with a reversible color uh, cover so you can just <laughs> oh. reverse it and it's now black. <laughs> I have a bunch of reversible covers for I my know. Switch covers and just, I have yeah. never reversed them because I don't like the way they look on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> it looks different. Yeah. Just, just throw a blanket on it. Whatever. Throw a blanket over it. Uh, uh, and then uh, also with Sony, they invested $250 million with Epic Games. Okay, making moves. I know hey, that covers my Epic Games segment this week. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Did I mention GOG.com this week? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that was pretty this, good. This covers my Sony agreement, so we're all we're all clear. We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> uh, they said that it was a strategic investment, uh, so no one knows what it's for. Uh, but they've worked with them on the Unreal Engine Five demo with the PS5. Uh-huh. So this is probably just a further investment in that. I'm yeah. Assuming. Hey, Epic is a good person to be friends with oh, these yeah. days. Microsoft can sell console games and PC games. Sony cannot. So I can see them hmm. ca- like kind of working closely so that they can corner That's both good markets. Point. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, I mean, we'll see where it leads. I mean, at the very least, so many games are using the Unreal Engine on PS5. So, you know, I maybe mean, that'll just help I mean, incorporating it with it. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Horizon is just now getting released on Steam or Epic? Steam. Uh, both. Oh, with on oh, both? Oh, I think it's on both. I thought it was just Epic, no? No, I think it's uh, definitely oh, okay. on Steam, but I think it might be on both. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like guessing it's going to be that. Yeah. Hey, our first party games will go to Epic first. Yeah, it could be. Absolutely. That'd be a smart move. It would. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that is some super hot news. Speaking of which, super hot the sequel has been announced to be free to owners of the original. Super hot. And uh, if you haven't played the game, it's really good. It's a first person um, it's a first-person puzzle time manipulation game. Yeah, where you're getting it, shot at, but time doesn't move unless you move. Yeah. Do you guys want to say this? Is this game forcing you to say this? Has someone suggested that maybe you mention this on a podcast? No, no. I don't know what I'm talking about. The, oh, the game okay. itself is just amazing, and I think everyone should play it. And yeah. I think if you were to go on Steam right now, you could probably find it for a pretty reasonable price. Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, you know, in, it has nothing to do with what the game is called, which is yeah. super hot, mind control, delete. Nothing, yeah, nothing no, at all. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. It's <laughs> a really game. You guys should look at it. It's on got, Steam right now should, if you yeah. want to check it out. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty the, reasonable price, too. Yeah, the, uh, the, the sequel comes out on July 16th, and uh, it's said to be four times larger than the original. Four so, times whoa. larger? Four times larger. Wow. I didn't know. Four times times larger than the original which is, is a really good game on steam if you guys think you should get buy it you should go ahead and get there <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a pretty reasonable oh my God. reasonable price what is happening have, have you played super hot no i have not so if I you did you would know <laughs> i know nothing i know nothing well now's your chance man if you just look at steam check it out i've it's actually pretty, never even i can give you a code that'll get a uh, you'll get a really good discount on it i don't even i've never been to the website it's a website right yeah. mm-hmm. never yeah. been to the website uh-huh. at the very know. least you can play the uh, the, the, the sequel which yeah. comes out on July 16th delete <laughs> 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 you need a subscription for Steam right no no, no you just sign up you need yeah. an email really that's it that's all yeah. you need that's it oh damn I didn't know that it's a storefront they don't they don't need to do anything they just want to sell know. you stuff <laughs> you just like walk in that door do you think maybe you think you'll play it then I don't know Super about that. It is one of the best games that have come out in the Moving last 10 years. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. It's for a reasonable price, too. It is, it is. It is. And, the, and the sequel's free with it. <laughs> now I feel like I should just to it know what's happening. It comes out July 16th. <laughs> Joe, Joe, edit this out. Edit, edit this out, edit Joe. It out. You can try. It won't work. Nope. Delete. <laughs> you think we're in control of this? No, none of us are. <laughs> um, and uh, so July 16th. But that's what I call a ninja release, of which brings me to Tyler Blevins, all better known as Ninja. 
Uh, he uh, live streamed on YouTube his first since Mixer announced to be shutting down and uh, him becoming a free agent. And uh, it drew over 100,000 people to watch him. And Oof. so check it. Ninja is Mr. Twitch. I don't care what anyone says. He literally made Twitch he Twitch, did. I feel 100%. like. And yep. he like legitimized streaming, streaming as a celebrity like job that you could have. Arguably for me, I'm going to say Drake did that by, by streaming with him. Uh, <laughs> sure, but I mean, and, Drake needed some place to go. And oh, he absolutely. Went to oh, absolutely. And he definitely made Fortnite what it is. Yeah. Yes. He 100% made Fortnite what Fortnite it is. Fortnite wouldn't be as big as it is now. Correct. Yeah. And then um, very recently, uh, he moved to, to Mixer, which was a big deal because he had kind of built such a big following on Twitch and, exactly. and Fortnite itself that to go to an, a, a, a rival company mm-hmm. <laughs> was a big deal. And also, I think his viewership went to like 10% of what it was before. Before because there's just so many yeah. less people on Mixer. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, to him right. to go to YouTube, right. which is, you know, a secondary thing. Um, and he drew 100,000 people for his very first live stream on that is pretty a big deal. Yep. That's what he does. That's like his job. Let me go to a new platform and just bring a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just blow like, it up real quick. Yeah. In the he's best like, way. he's like that person at the party where everything is happening. And then like the parents come home and he's like, this ain't done. We're going on, going next door. And then the, and then the parents join in. <laughs> yeah. The parents like, oh, well, let's go over to, let's yeah. go over to Cliffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they, they go. <laughs> and then they- <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, man. Good. I, I was really hoping it would be something along the lines of their name is Cliff or something. Yeah. That was great. That was great. Um, but uh, he hasn't said if uh, YouTube will become his permanent home, uh, but it's a really good start for their now homeless, in a sense, streamer. Yeah. <laughs> good so, for them. Yeah. Very a lot good of people them. were saying that he was doing it just to prove numbers, essentially, so that when people start fighting over getting exclusivity of him. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. a, it's like I a could great go move. anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great move. Like mm-hmm. the, like a, like a athlete who's in his very, very last year of his contract, who's just showing off, like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I want that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, I can't uh, wait for, for Ninja to get old. I mean that in the best <laughs> way because he's a young yeah. dude, right? He's in his early 20s, mid 20s, or something. Uh, I think he's in his, I think he might be in his early 30s. Wait, oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. Wait, but then we'll be old. That's fine. I'm for it. Working on being Yoda. It's gonna yeah. be great. <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm enjoying. His, I, I want to know what like a, an aged streamer is gonna be I, I that do, has yeah. that has a follow uh, a following since their twenties. Like, yeah. What's what's that gonna look yeah, like? Yeah. I wonder what it's gonna be like because I wonder if this is gonna be like like an athlete who is signed right out of college and is making all this money and he's like, oh, I'm gonna be making all this money for years to come. Right. And then he gets like an injury or he gets cut because he just doesn't do well. And then he has to work at Walgreens for the rest of his life, you know? Like I, I wonder know. if, oh, I mean, like God. I wonder if that's how it is with streamers. Not like not like Ninja in general, but like in streamers I don't know what he general. would break. Well, or the industry. No, I just mean the industry. Oh. Something would shift. And yeah, because right be the now, best sure. in yeah, because right, right now, yeah, because right now it's all dependent on the people donating money or subscribing to them. So if like, like they, they kind of grow out of it, or who knows how long this is going to go on for? Personally, the, I just wonder. The, the next mm-hmm. game is going to be like llama surgery, which is just so much different than anything else. Like, yeah. yeah, your <laughs> skills don't like well, translate. Like, and then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could see kids growing up, and now they don't have their parents to ask for like the subscriptions, and then they're like, "Well, I think I'd rather eat than have the subscription." to ninja yeah it just and i can still wonder. watch it for free yeah yeah but i feel like those kids are gonna get jobs yeah yeah not in this economy <laughs> not anymore not this year yeah. babe i do wonder what it's gonna look like in 10 years or five yeah, years what absolutely. the streaming platform or everything is gonna look like right and then in the last bit of news amanda you have our indie corner i do so uh uh I've talked about this before, but I really enjoy the uh, indie game development studio Spider, and they just released their next title for uh, an upcoming game, and they're calling it Steel Rising. It looks 
dope. You're like an android, <laughs> but then like he's also turn of the century. Uh, so you're fighting like a king and his android army, but you you have like imagine battle angelita but she has like a powdered wig but also kind of looks like a geisha <laughs> All right, it's amazing <laughs> google it google it. it's called steel rising steel by Spider. any indication what kind of game it is no okay. they always no they always do rpgs third person oh, RPGs. Okay. okay yeah they're not gonna do like a roguelike next no. <laughs> they do third person this RPGs. is a romantic yeah. visual novel yeah <laughs> uh they most recently made greedfall um before that technomancer and bound by flame and their games are very evocative of like that mass effect generation mm-hmm. of 90s rpgs when rpgs were great yeah i gotta play more of those yeah i, I always meant to play greedfall it's just never it's went good. back to it yeah nice all right, and then now that brings us to my favorite segment, Turn Up For What? Turn Up For What? And this week, Joe from Katsusando is bringing it to us. Welcome to another summer week in Animal Crossing. This fantastically sunny week has brought us wetsuits for swimming, sea creatures, wind diving, and the tasty treat of scallops. The first summer wave update landed on July 3rd, with Nintendo themselves sending each islander a snorkel and enticing them to go into the cool waters. After stopping by the local Nook's Cranny and purchasing a stylish wetsuit, islanders can now jump and flip into the ocean surrounding their island, dive for all sorts of sea creatures, and if you are truly lucky, you might just come across Pascal after you catch a delectable scallop. Trade it to the utterly out-there otter, and he'll leave you with a special mermaid-themed DIY and some words of wisdom to ponder. July 7th was Tanabata, also known as the Star Festival. Specialty bamboo trees are available for order at Nooks to celebrate, so make sure to order one and add your wishes to the colorful strip of paper on the tree. And now, on to the turnips. This week, as reported by the Sow Jones, turnips took a hit this week, selling rather high at an average of 106 and only selling as high as 460 by midweek. With most islanders taking time off to go swimming, the market unfortunately is sinking. Hopefully it will bounce back by next week. And that's it for now. This is Joe from Katsosando signing off and reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. Turn it for what? I love that segment. You can really add a note to that bamboo tree? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be cool. But in real life, you can. In okay. real life. Uh, if we were in town on Tuesday, I was I was going to get a bamboo tree, and then I was going to see if Aww. everybody wanted to bring, I wanted to run around and see if every, hand everybody a colored strip, and I wanted to put it on the bamboo. But uh, you can read the bamboo strips, though. Okay. If you go up to the tree and tap on it, it uh, really? depending on the villagers in your town and the specialty <gasps> guests, okay, you can tell right. whose wishes are whose. That's Aww. pretty good. That's really cool. yeah. okay. awesome. I definitely planted cute. mine, but I, I didn't think twice about it. Yeah, I have like 40 of them. <laughs> they are awesome. everywhere. It's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> That's pretty great. And now that'll do it for the news. And that brings us to our Gamers Digest. Yum. Yum. And uh, this week's Gamers Digest, Troy. Yeah. Gamers Digest is our segment where we like to take a beloved video game and then ask, what if it was a sandwich? What if? <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if? Because we think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess don't have to make sense. <laughs> Not this one. Never. <laughs> so, uh, so the video game I would like to bring to you all is a game that came out 20, no, 30, 40? 30. 30. Yeah. <laughs> We're not the, that old. The oh. North American release for this game was 30 years ago this year. It is the original Final Fantasy. What is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to punch you. I'm sorry. Do you want to be on this podcast? Because <laughs> the game's so old. 
I feel like, and I've never played it. I feel like this is a sandwich that people don't eat anymore. You know how they have like those 1920s drinks that you put like raw okay. egg into? It was super right. popular at the time. Definitely. And then people just, they, they're not bad. People just stopped drinking it. I feel like uh-huh. it's that, but a sandwich. This is like the Bloody Mary of sandwiches. Yeah. Yes. Only it's like the Bloody Mary that nobody drinks anymore. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was yes. about to say, it's like it's like the original Bloody Mary that everybody were like, eh, we could improve on that. And then they just have yeah. every other and year. And some people like, are like, I, let's put a little more hot sauce in it. Let's put a little more sauce. Celery in it. I think yeah. for sure this sandwich has a giant beefsteak tomato in it. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wow. You don't yeah. look happy about that. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> so, a beefsteak tomato is just a big tomato, right? That it's a very thick, big tomato. Right. What if it's a bacon sandwich? Because those were super popular. People don't really do just bacon anymore. Okay. Okay. Like so a BLT. Like a BLT. Yeah. No. 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 no a bacon sandwich. <laughs> just bacon. Oh, oh, this has no lettuce. <laughs> just, yeah, just no a, lettuce. Just no lettuce. Bacon in a Ooh, big, thick cut of tomato. They didn't vegetables yes. back then. It's on some horrible bread too, like rye. Oh, oh it's definitely on rye. <laughs> I love rye bread. <laughs> So that that explains it. So <laughs> rye bread. Uh, and, and, and the bacon works because ba- bacon is ob- objectively delicious and everyone loves bacon. So Objectively, yes. Right. <laughs> it is a Final Fantasy and Brian everyone loves Final Fantasy. Yeah, so, like. yeah uh, so I agree with that. So so a rye sandwich, uh, what, what, so like a bed of bacon, mm-hmm. some really thick cut beefsteak tomato on right. it. What kind of, does it have a sauce? Kind of I don't think they really did sauces back then. Like no, like no, like maybe just, like a just mayonnaise, butter. just butter, say, lard, just yeah, lard, lard, lard. Feed yeah, pile just like of a lard. thick knife full of lard, just slathered <laughs> on both sides of the bread. It's what? almost like spilling. Wait, wait, but what is the lard? Okay, I've, I've never played this game. Someone else should add it. What are you all doing to my Final <laughs> Fantasy right now? This lard, beef, tomato, <laughs> bacon, mayonnaise, you know the rice sense, sandwich. The lard is heavy. What? And the game is heavy. Gosh, okay. no. Final Fantasy is a classic. It's a classic. I don't that, want This sandwich is a classic. Oh, oh, yeah. I remember my dad talking about this rye beefsteak sandwich of old. Yes. So, Troy, what do you envision no. this sandwich being? No, see, yeah. I, I can get on board with your, like, BLT mentality. This is a very Just classic B. sandwich, which B. at first had very few ingredients. <laughs> You had it, you're four different heroes. You're just trying to to, to, to beat a, 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 a bad villain. Like, there's nothing much else to it. There's it not much of a story to it beyond that. Um, it's just very simple. It's very classic because it hooks you in with its, with its taste, so to speak. So I would go with a classic BLT. Okay. Four ingredients for four heroes. <laughs> you got your bacon, got your lettuce, got your tomato, and you got your bread. That's it. I like it. I like it because <laughs> I, I do like it. Because of the way you described it. Because you said it was because of the four heroes. There's yes. four ingredients. I like that. I'm saying, I'm saying, that's what we were talking about. It's just, it's on rye bread. It's and on it, rye it bread. It might have a, a little bit of, might be a little heavy on the mayo. You slash all, lard. Ooh, you yeah. all are <laughs> describing Final Fantasy 13. is what you're doing. I like that game. Oh. <laughs> hey, I, this sounds like a sandwich I would eat. I'm yeah. not. Hey, <laughs> what you guys are describing, I would probably eat. You would eat yeah. a large filled sandwich. It's like it started <laughs> with something very simple, four okay. characters and a villain, and by then it's just like this open world and everything is happening. And, and there's yeah. I mean, I, she said four ingredients: rye bread, lard, <laughs> bacon, and thick, thick tomato. I'm just pointing that this out here is lard's delicious. I mean, you just <laughs> like is. you put it on the bread and then you fry both sides and just I mean that sounds uh, like, like an old time. Okay. That sounds okay. like an old timey sandwich. Okay. <laughs> As as the Final Fantasy one players here, Brian, you and myself, if we had to equate the lard to something that's actually in the game, 
What would the lard be, so the, to speak? The villain. Okay. Because <laughs> it's trying to murder you. Because that lard's going to get you. It's going to get you. <laughs> Who is the main villain of that? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Just like nobody knows what lard comes from. It's just there. Nobody wants to know nobody where wants lard to No know. one ever wants to know. Do you guys want to know where lard comes from? Oh, I know what it comes okay. from. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out, I haven't played this game, nor would I eat this sandwich. It's right. perfect. Same. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's Garland. <laughs> the main villain yeah, is Garland. Garland. Yeah. His name and you is know what? Garland? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I will give you guys this much. For me, Final Fantasy, I played through the whole thing. I got to the very end of Final Fantasy, like the final boss, you know, like when the boss turns into a new boss. You, you got to the boss. lard. Got to the lard. <laughs> and, and what the lard does is it switches around your menu. Like if you could attack or have items, it just takes them away. It attacks your menu. It attacks your menu. I remember that. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't finish the game because it kept on randomly taking things that I need to beat it. It was just a random thing. See, and so I feel like if I were to just have a, that sandwich, I would be taking that risk all the way over again. I, I think. I think this is perfect because, like, it's going to be a BLT, and you know, you you you'd get the bread a little crispy. And I think that for some people, it was it was just crispy enough, and for other people, it was a little too greasy. So, okay. you know, depending yeah. on whether you thought it was just a thin layer of butter to make it perfect or it was a thick crust of lard <laughs> is your own personal opinion. Yeah. You see yeah. what happened was it was it was a BLT, but it attacked the sandwich and got out the lettuce. Oh, man. So that now it's sense. just the bacon and the thick cut of tomato. Man, get the lettuce out. My, yeah. my favorite Zeppelin album. Get the lettuce out, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we made this into a story, but it's working. Um, yeah, I, I see it. I see what you're saying, Mandy. Yeah. I see it. So you agree with the lard sandwich? Uh, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a BLT. Take take from it what you will. <laughs> take the L and the T. It's, it's, a, B. it's a BLT. No, the T's still there. Yeah, it's the it's thick cut there. tomato. Yeah. Oh, what you're right. You're right. The T right. stands you're right. for. <laughs> so right. Stupid me. So we all agree. It's just our own personal interpretation about whether this is good or not. <laughs> yes, I like it. I like it. So it could be either or of those sandwiches. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Great. Did done did it. All right. And so, that's our Gamer's Digest. Yum. yum. <laughs> yeah, I'm not eating that sandwich. And now, no. Now that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, it's so sweet. It's the Dragon of the Week. It'll make you weep. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week is our chance to talk about and learn about things in the industry, whether it's people, companies, uh, patents, I don't know, places. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about please, video please game places. Please be talking about patent number LJ112459. Oh, man, I love that patent. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, my Tell goodness. us what it did no. for the industry. My, We're going to wait on that one. My favorite patent is Oswald, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Brian is going to uh, learn us something on something someone in the industry. So yeah. take it away, Brian. I hope to, at least. <laughs> uh, so this week, my dragon of the week is Eric Barone creator of stardew valley and he is also known oh, as yes. concerned ape nice yeah is there a he's reason he's one man he yeah. is a one-man operation uh so eric barone was born in southern california but early in his life his family moved to outside of seattle to a, a little town called auburn it was here that he learned to love nature and his brother exposed him to video games and while playing these video games he fell in love with a, a very special video game mm -hmm. anybody have any guesses 
Mandy. Harvest Moon. How did you know? <laughs> That's right. It was Harvest Moon. <laughs> and uh, he really enjoyed like the laid back nature of the game. Um, and even though it was small, it didn't force you to do anything. You could play in your farm. You could talk to villagers. You could do whatever you want every single day. Uh, it wasn't linear. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Here's your town. <laughs> do what you want. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, uh, and he really liked computers growing up, uh, but he never had any ambitions of creating a video game. Uh, when he was about 18 or 19, he was in a band and they released an album. And he thought it'd be really cool if it had a video game to go with it. So he created a game like Curse of Monkey Island and included it with the album online. Oh. Wow. Uh, apparently it wasn't very good. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. There you go. But still, it. it was a free game that came yeah. with the album. What the heck? Um, but he would eventually go on to college. And uh, even though he liked creating that game, he read about the long, stressful hours the developers had to work. And so he completely changed his major to computer science. And he attended the University of Washington, Tacoma. Uh, he ended up graduating in 2011. And uh, he did what everyone does when they graduated. Uh, he started looking for an entry-level job. Uh, unfortunately, wait, he, wait, you mean uh, when I graduated, I just sat there on my couch waiting for yeah. something to happen. Until... I, I just assumed I never graduated. I don't know. <laughs> I just assumed that's what people think. All right. Uh, but unfortunately, like a lot of other people, he soon realized that no one would hire him. Uh, mm-hmm. He wasn't sure why they weren't, uh, but he's, he decided it must be because he doesn't have any experience and that he should improve his skills. Um, Fair enough. So he figured he should learn how to code. Uh, so he set out to, to make a video game to kind of hone in his, uh, his, his skills. So he was, it was just supposed to be practice, uh, so he could put another skill on his resume. Uh, he was still looking for jobs while doing this. Mm-hmm. It's not like he ever had a talk with his girlfriend. I was like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be looking for a job anymore. I'm working on my stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. You're still looking yeah. for a job. <laughs> um, and so uh, something that could make him stand out above everyone else. And, you know, not something, you know, a game that made him happy in his youth. Harvest Moon seemed like a good place to start, and uh, and that way he wouldn't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gave him some sort of heading on where to take the game. And uh, sure enough, this game is what would encompass his next four and a half years and become Stardew Valley. Wow. And uh, n- now you might have heard that he made this game by himself. Uh, what that might, is what I've heard. Yeah. You might not realize, <laughs> though, is that what that actually means. It means he spent 12 hours a day, seven days a week on this game. Okay, so this did become wow. a job. Like, yes. it started off like, hey, I'm going to do this on the side, but then it got serious. Yeah, because he was like, I really want to get an entry-level job. Let me, you know, get into this. And... Um, he would go from working on the game to his job at a local community theater, then back home to sleep, and then the same thing all over again the next day. Wow. Um, was it a movie theater? or like a like No, a it was play? an actual theater, like oh, a community theater. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, he did all of the art, all of the programming, all of the music, all Gosh. of everything. Whoa. And uh, it wasn't until a couple of months before the game would come out that anybody would even get to play the game. Wow. Really? Uh, yep. Not even his publisher, Chucklefish, who did not even play the game when they signed him to publish it. Really? Wow. Yeah. But they just saw a clip of it and was yeah, like, he okay. he showed it to them, yeah. but they didn't actually play it themselves. That's the power of Harvest Moon right there. That is. <laughs> They're just Harvest Moon fans. Yeah. Eric never asked any questions online on how to do things. He only ever browsed forums and other articles until he came across the answer he was looking for. Uh, he felt like if he asked a question, he would have some sort of hidden liability to the person answering it. Oh, smart. And that it would weigh on him. So he decides to just not do it. Um, he's a notorious perfectionist. He made over eight tracks for the Winter Festival alone throughout development, and only one was ever used. Wow. <laughs> really? Dear God. Yeah, he would constantly tweak portraits that the NPCs would use, and sometimes only changing just a couple of pixels. Like, he was that much of a perfectionist. Wow. 
He was like, eh, I want them to have a headband. I don't like it. And then he would change it to like just hair. I don't like it. And then he changed it to something else. Um, and, uh, and through all of this, he wasn't even sure if the game was fun because he had been playing it every single day for four and a half years and had no semblance of what it was anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> you wow. know? Um, and he, he almost gave up making it several times, but thankfully never went through on it. He was finally ready to release the game on February 25th, 2016. And just a couple of hours before the game was to be released, he discovered a bug uh, that broke the game. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so as a one-man operation, he had to pour through the code by himself and make sure he fixed it before release. Oh, um, he actually thought he actually said it was exhilarating because he was like, well, I have to do this. You know, <laughs> this just got to be done. Right. <laughs> um, and so he ended up releasing several patches over the next uh, couple of days after release to make sure the game was as good as it could be. Um, I think it was something like two patches every single day for the, right. like, the next three or f- that, to five days. That's the nice thing about current games is that you could fix them oh, yeah. while, they're, yeah. while they're out. Oh, absolutely. Original Harvest Moon didn't get that luxury. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. And so, um, as many of you will know, within 14 days, the game sold over 500,000 copies, and within two months, over 1 million. Two of those copies were you, Brian. It was. <laughs> one, one for you and one that you gifted Mandy and I, I for, did. for our wedding, I, I think. Did. Wow. Yeah. That is exact. That's how I know what year it was and when it was released. Because it was when you so guys got married. Definitely one of the best wedding gifts we got. Yeah. We both played that entire game. Yeah. yeah. Is it that good? I haven't oh, played it's, it. It's I phenomenal. Played it it we, is that good. We own it on the PC and I bought it for the Switch. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they had it for the Switch. And it lends itself well to both of those yes. independently as well. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, and uh, he continued to work on the game by himself and only ever took time off of it six months later to take a road trip with his friends and girlfriend. So even That's though he... some dedication right Yeah, there. even though he had made, you know, $20 million, <laughs> he's like, nah, I'm still going to work on this just by myself. <laughs> and he donated it all to the local community theater that supported him. <laughs> come on, guys, theater. Yeah. Just, come on. Also known as himself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and even and even after he released, he was still just a one man operation all the way up until he was like, I, I think he made like an offhand blog post where he's just like, you know, I'm going to put multiplayer into this, and then he came to regret that because <laughs> he looked at coding multiplayer into the game. And he's like, nah, I'm going to hire some people. So <laughs> he hired. He, he outsourced. He looked at the game. Looked at that twenty million. Looked at the game. <laughs> Look to the 20 million. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, that's okay. They could do it. I'm good. So so he had an outside crew do the multiplayer thing. But even after they did that, the next update was just done by him and two other people. So, uh-huh. so, and he still continues to work on it. He's still, I think right now it's up to 1.4. 1.5 is incoming. And 1.4 completely reworked everything about the game. Every single thing about the game had something reworked or touched. I can't even it. imagine that because when I played it that first year, yeah. it seemed done. Yeah. <laughs> like it pretty polished. I mean, I was, I didn't find any problems with it. No yeah. bugs. Yeah. You would think that, you know, you sold a million copies in two months. All right. You know, I would just, you know, do a couple of things. It, it's probably fine. Yeah. But no, in that first six months, he released. Like like the the farm layouts, he had it so you had four other options for your farm layouts. Oh, yeah, you know, they, he did all these other things with it, and it's like, oh, you know, I would think if I sold a million copies, oh, that game must be pretty good. I don't have to do anything <laughs> to this. Tell him to stop working on it and start working on Witchbrook. <laughs> yeah, What's I was about Witchbrook? to say that's his next game that oh, okay. nobody knows what it is. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I don't care. Whatever it is, I'll play it. <laughs> exactly. So so the game has continued to do very well. And uh, as Manda has said, he is working on a project that is not at all like Harvest Moon uh, and that has given him the freedom to do whatever he wants. 
He wakes up every single day. Mm. He goes to the computer. He reads a couple of articles, looks at their comments, and he's like, all right, cool. Maybe I'll start working on this game. And then he works on it a little bit, and then he's like, all right, I'll go to sleep. And then he goes to sleep. Like, he, he just does whatever he I, wants. I got to wonder. I got I to gotta imagine that he's probably drawing from some other, like, inspiration. Like, if he made his Harvest Moon, like, is this going to be his Final Fantasy? Uh, from what is he has, this going to be his From it, what he has said is this is persona? not based on anything else. This is something that's completely and uniquely something that he wants to come up with. Oh, wow. Huh. So I don't know. Again, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's going to be a JRPG. He, nobody knows what it is. It looks, if you've seen it, yes. like a mixture between um, Stardew Valley and Harry Potter. It does. But oh, does say Witchbrook? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll see what it is whenever it releases. <laughs> Five years from now. Yeah. Years and hey, years. Take from your now. time, bud. Take exactly. Your time. He he doesn't need the money, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but he I wants. need that game. I know. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, my hats are off to you, Eric Barone, for making the Harvest Moon game that I always wanted. Awesome. Yeah, I was really happy with it. And that's when I when I did very first box. I think I bought it within the first day it came out. At, at the very least, within the first you three did. days. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was the first day. And I started playing, and I remember I was telling you guys, I was like, you guys have got to play this game, especially you, Manda, because you were my fellow Harvest Moon aficionado <laughs> who just loved these games growing up. And, uh, and then you guys still hadn't bought, and I was like, well, I mean, their wedding's coming. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> we were busy. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> and you guys still played the game. <laughs> and, and this spawned a lot of, there are a lot of Harvest Moon simulations out now, and I don't think that that wave would have like resurged in the way that it did if it hadn't been Without for, this game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It, 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 even games that kind of sort of have to do with it, like a game called Raft, which is you're on an ocean and you have to build up your own platform very much I think owes itself to Stardew Valley because it is a indie game success that that could prove that hey you know if you if you do some stuff where maybe you're building up a farm or you're building up a base of some sorts that it, there is a market out there market for there. and the fact that one person can can do something like that is, oh yeah is that it's that's inspiring. beyond, beyond inspiring. human yeah uh, very impressed exactly so so yeah that's uh, Eric Barone creator of Stardew Valley thank you yeah thanks yeah. Yeah, very much. And uh, but that unfortunately brings us to the end of this week's episode. Bum, yep, yep. Bum, bum. You can always find us online. Yeah, check us out at Twitter at Taste of Dragons and also on Instagram at Taste of Dragons. Uh, we got some YouTube content and we're we're dipping our toes into Twitch That's these right. days. Some streaming content. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, we'll be streaming periodically throughout the week, but yeah. look for us every Monday and Wednesday for our new segment. Oops, I bought a thousand games. <laughs> 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 Where I play through a thousand games <laughs> that I accidentally bought. I didn't accidentally buy it. No. Buy it. I just accidentally. I didn't know how many games were in there yeah. when I bought it. <laughs> well, because yeah. they still added more games after you bought it. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, so check us out on Twitch uh, at Taste of Dragons as well. Yeah, yeah those, la- that's our online Yeah, stuff. last week you played Mune Base, yeah, which I is... Yeah, got to play Mune Base, which is a, a cat goes to the moon and has to... Or goes to a planet and it has to... Goes to, to where? A mune. <laughs> a meown. Goes to a meown. It has to build a base. Yeah. Uh, very cute, very fun survival game, and also Overland, which is like a tactical post-apocalyptic simulator. I played <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah, and, I played that game. Mune it's base interesting. Was, yeah, immune base to me was very interesting because as a cat, you know, because you're a cat yeah. on a, in, a, in an astro suit, but you're still a cat, it's so you're pawing cat. things in order to yeah. harvest them. You're <laughs> eating food by just like, just like, um, you're just like, it's, is, it's so cute. I, adorable, I, yeah. 
and and next week we're gonna have two more bangers. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited two to get more through bangers. these Let's games. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Join of, us. Which, of which Arcade Spirits was in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If I come across games I've already played, I'm still gonna play them, but mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gonna finish them. I'm just yeah, gonna talk course. about my experience. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. check us out on Twitch, check us out on, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We're all over the place. Oh yeah. We got uh, our tastes yeah. everywhere. We're tasting all t- sorts of dragons. We got our tasting it to the Twitch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Tasting it to the Twitch. Hey, as long as it's one syllable, we can do anything, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find us there. And Are then... Saturday Twitching still happening? Is yes. Is that yes. consistent? Yes, yes yep. we still have. Check us out. Yeah. Jen uh, we is going to be coming by on Saturday to play Last of Us to Our... curse and freak out her way through most Last of the game. Last of Us won to curse. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, she, she's actually hitting a point where she has not played yet. So this week will be the first time she will be playing something not oh, again to play it so, with us. So she's, she's freaking out. So it's this crazy. is Saturday, eight o'clock. Uh, no, it's Saturday. Um, it, it depends on whenever the heck we want to start. Um, but it's, sure it's around yeah, five. It's around five ish though. Okay. You Give or take an hour. Just subscribe to our channel, exactly. and then whenever we happen to stream, we'll just email you. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll know. Convenient. You'll know. Get those notifications <laughs> you'll on. Know. That's right. Heck yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and uh, that'll do it for us though. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are. The Taste of Dragons. Brian, that's like five weeks in a I row, know. Oh, You just cursed it. You just cursed <laughs> it. <laughs> you messed it up. Have a great oh, no, week, no, everyone. Not you, Troy, but everyone else. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. The podcast for everyone's taste.